Hey friends, it's Amanda here to tell you all about today's episode of the podcast. We're focusing on Advent today and talking all about how we can center our hearts and minds on Jesus during what can often feel like such a busy time of year. We'll even share some Advent resources with you and talk about making missional moments during the Christmas season. As always, we are so glad you're here with us today and welcome to Beyond the Moment. I'm Rebecca Lindhout. And I'm Amanda Martinson, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Moment. And we are talking all about Advent today and just readying and preparing our hearts for the Christmas season. I feel like I need to be readied and prepared for the Christmas season. (laughs) Well, I'm sure your spreadsheet has been, uh, you know, checked twice. Did I update it this morning? Yes, I did. (laughs) But I think you come from a special perspective this year of Mm -hmm. really recognizing what it means at the Christmas season to be anticipating the birth of a child. Yes. Yes. You know, it's so funny because I have, I'll have two, well, I guess this one actually really technically is a fall baby, but you know, my oldest daughter was born in January. So I was very much pregnant at Christmas, uh, you know, well, she, she'll, she'll turn nine in January. So, um, but I remember going through that and going, well, this is like what Mary would have felt like, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mary would have felt Jesus's kicks and, you know, had gone through so much of the physical, you know, the physical pieces of pregnancy, just like, you know, just like I am. And it really did make me feel so much more connected to that piece of the story, just in a different way, you know? When Josie was born, I when uh, at Christmas I was three weeks out from Josie's birth, actual birth, and um yeah, because she's a January baby too, isn't she? She is. She's yeah. a January nineteen baby, mm-hmm. and um and so I did a Mary dialogue as a sermon, and um I think like there was not a dry in the house because it wasn't so much the words as much as they had a physical representation of this Mm -hmm. and they could just see how tired I was Mm -hmm. and how tired I looked Mm -hmm. and how Mm -hmm. much I was ready for this baby to come, you know? And uh, I think that that sometimes we, we take, it's like the, the birth is, is, it's just the thing that happens, you know, it's the Mm -hmm. thing that happens so that we can have Christmas. Mm-hmm. And we forget that that the birth was such an integral part, not just of, you know, Jesus coming into the world, but the fact that he came through human birth, yeah. that he yeah. came as a, as, as a child, that he was mm-hmm. carried and he was loved with a, with a mother's love and yeah. that expectation. And I think that if we can, at the Christmas season, at the Advent season, before it's even the Christmas season, the season mm-hmm. of Advent, if we can just stop for a moment and put ourselves in that place of Mary and have that sense of wonder and of expectation Mm -hmm. and, and that sense of this is going to change everything. This Advent is going to change everything. This Christmas is going to change everything. Mm -hmm. I know. And it's such a, a neat thing to really, put yourself in, in her shoes and, 
and walk through what would she have been feeling? And like you said, it's that, that expectation, that the anticipation, the, um, the waiting that happens. And that, I think when we're, and you said it exactly right, when we're like rushing through all of this, just to get to the birth, we miss a really, really special and precious part of Christmas, which is the anticipation of the savior coming. Mm -hmm. And that, that is such a a unique thing. Um, I think that we really can focus on. And so that's what we, we wanted to do today. We wanted to sort of look at Advent and look at this time of you know, preparing our hearts um, and our minds really for for Christmas, but for most importantly, the coming Savior. And so um, we're going to just really just talk about that today. And what does Advent look like for us? Where where did Advent, um, you know, come from? What is what does that look like to people who may or may not have have ever um, participated in that or experienced that? And so uh, and of course, we won't be able to do it all justice. We'll we'll do a very generalized, broad overview of everything today, just for time purposes. Um, but looking at how do we take this time that is often so rushed and so bombarded with so many other things that happen around us, gift giving and, um, you know, church plays and uh, family visitations and all the things to really focus and center our hearts on Jesus. Yeah. And I think, you know, first we take our cue from the Bible because before the birth, you know, you have the whole chapter of Luke one, where it's just the anticipation. It is the preparing the heart of Zechariah and preparing the heart of Mary and preparing the heart of Elizabeth and preparing Mm -hmm. Joseph's heart to be the man of God that he needed to be. There was so much preparation And then, you know, really, you've got 20 verses in chapter two that tell it all if you're using the Luke narrative, which most people do if you're a good Bible drill kid. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting to me. And it's so interesting, you know, as someone who I say, I probably grew up knowing about Advent, but not really Uh, I don't remember doing it a lot. I don't remember, I remember it being, um, you know, something that I heard about, but didn't necessarily take part in. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like we Mm -hmm. all of a sudden started doing this big countdown and it wasn't until I got to be, you know, an adult really, even in the last, you know, several years where I'm like, wow, this is such a special time. Like, why haven't I, (laughs) why haven't I been doing this, you know? Um, Mm And, and so, and there are a lot of Advent studies and resources and things like that out there. Um, we'll share something at the end that we're doing really special um, that you can sign up for through WMU. For, and for you, what, what does this look like? What does that time look like for you personally? Not to put you on the spot, but you know. <laughs> well, you know, in Psalm, there, there's the Psalm that says, I'll wait upon the Lord, my soul doth wait. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Advent is that time that my soul longs for all year long, yeah. where I can add a pause, like a holy pause in my life. And it is, it is that moment when you can reset, where you can breathe, mm-hmm. when you can look around and say, what is real and true and right during this time? Yeah. And, um, and so it's, it's just like a, a deep breath and a reset 
and allowing myself to be excited for what is to come. Mm -hmm. Because so often in our, in our everyday life, we are moving from project to project, from, from thing to thing, from responsibility to responsibility. Yep. And Christmas becomes another one of those responsibilities. Mm -hmm. I know that you can probably relate after every birthday that my children have, my husband comes to me and goes, thanks for getting all that together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks for planning all that. And do, yeah. If, if I died, what kind of birthday would our children have? Yes. Like, just please tell me this. Like, would you grab a yeah. rose at the gas station? Yes. What would happen? Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But I think, I think for me, it is it is that time when we, when we take a pause, when we reset and we get to choose yeah. how we move forward for the next 30 days, mm -hmm. we get to move at a different pace yes. and with a different sense of awareness of where we are in, in, in God's story. Mm -hmm. I love that. I think, and for me, it's very similar. It, it just reminds me. And, and just, it's just like you said, it, it's time for a pause. And, and, and for me, there's, it's that anticipation piece of looking at the world around me and the hardships and the trials and the things that are so out of our control and just, and what often feels like a very hopeless world, you know, that we are mm -hmm. living in and having that reminder that, you know, hope is, hope is alive. Hope is very mm -hmm. much alive and, and that it, it resides in Jesus. And this is the time, I mean, though we do it all year, this is such a, intentional time of, of looking for hope and anticipating the coming joy, um, and the ways that he is working in, and a, just a reminder of God's redemption. And, mm -hmm. you know, like, and I often think to myself during this time, like, you know, sometimes I feel like we, we maybe look at Jesus, like he was plan B, you know, mm -hmm. he, he was never plan B, you know, <laughs> he wasn't, right. a, he was never a last minute addition to the story. He was always from the beginning, part of the plan, the purpose for, and so this is such a time for us to be able to, to, to pause and to look at that and to think, um, and to give that praise, I think, you know, mm -hmm. like that very intentional praise of, mm -hmm. um, this is a time to celebrate, to celebrate him and to celebrate mm -hmm. God's redemption, ultimate redemption of humanity, you know, for, for us in something we don't even deserve, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's a time to be in wonder, you mm -hmm. know, and I, the, the wonder of all the things that had to happen. Like I was talking about earlier with you that in the children's Sunday school lessons, if you use Lifeway materials, uh, the, the story was about Samuel anointing, uh, mm -hmm. David as King mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, Jesse had eight sons and, and he went through seven, introducing Samuel to seven sons who were strong, strapping, handsome young men. And God said, no, this is not the one because I look at the heart. Mm -hmm. And so he can't, he sent the king, even though God didn't even want them to have a king, he wanted mm -hmm. to be their king. He sent a king whose heart was most like his. Yeah. And, and I think here again, you know, that from that, uh, the shoot from the branch of Jesse is, is Jesus, you know, that you trace it back, you trace that thread back, back and back and back, and it comes back to Jesse. And then as we, as we look forward, we see 
that because Jesus looked at the heart and because God looked at the heart, mm-hmm. we had to have a savior, mm-hmm. you know? And so here we got another king who was not the king like you would expect. Yep. He was, he was, he was the one that looked at the heart. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, anyway. it's, it's, it is, it's such a purposeful time if we will make that space for it, you know? And, and so, and if, if you're, if you're listening to this and maybe even you're like me and you're still fairly, uh, you know, new to, to Advent and what this looks like and what this might look like for you in your life. I mean, just, just to break it down very simply, because that's how I like to operate. I mean, it really is a, like a four week period of, of, you know, as we near Christmas time that we are looking forward to this, uh, it's really, you know, a celebration of that anticipation of Jesus Christ coming, um, the Messiah. And um, I think it's even interesting when you look at the original language of things um, that even even in Latin, it, it really does simply translate to the word coming or arrival, you know, so it's mm-hmm. it's this anticipation of that, um, this celebration of not only Jesus's birth, but that he is coming again. And so we will have this second coming of our King and our savior. And so, um, you know, it's that anticipation of the fact that we know, um, it didn't just end with his birth, right? I mean, he, he, he's coming again and his return, um, is, is coming. And that's something that we anticipate. And so there's, and then we, and we were talking about this even before recording, there's so many ways you can do this. So many, you know, um, different ways to celebrate Advent, all of the different resources, there's calendars, there's, you know, there's Mm -hmm. albums, there are, you know, um, sort of a surplus of things that you can, um, you know, walk through to do that and whatever that might look like for you. Um, But just breaking it down into typically those four weeks, um, you know, where when we're looking at each week, uh, week one does tend to focus on the hope or the promise, right, of the Savior. Um, week two is typically that preparation time or the waiting. This would have been the time, you know, that was the, the prophesied time of, of waiting for him. Um, week three usually typically tends to be joy um, mm-hmm. um, or, or, or peace as we throw that in there. And then um, and then lastly, that love or that, that praise, that adoration. And then, um, you know, and then for some, there is a fifth element where, um, and, and especially if you're doing, a lot of people will do candles, right? So each week kind of gets a candle. Um, sometimes there is that fifth week that is um, what we call like the Christ candle. That is the the celebration, right? That That's the coming of, of Christ. So no matter really how you, no matter how you do this, it really is as simple as this is the reflection time of looking forward to the birth of Jesus, the anticipation of it, and the hope of knowing he's coming again, right? And I think that when we, when we look at things, like some people think you don't need all the trappings and you don't need all the things. Um, and of course, you, you definitely don't. But when you think about something like an Advent wreath, uh, where you're lighting the candles, that pause to light that candle, mm-hmm. it's kind of like saying we're entering into a different a different time, yes. a different space in yeah. our, in our hearts and in our minds. And, and it's like you, you're acknowledging that with, yeah. with the lighting of the candle. Um, and I think with, with doing an Advent devotion, especially one with children, um, that time that you pause, you light the candle and you hang the ornament. Um, it is a, it is each, each ornament is a reminder of where mm-hmm. in the story you are mm-hmm. and it keeps you 
from jumping ahead, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. what I love is, is that, mm-hmm. is that a, a Jesse tree or an Advent tree or an Advent candle with the scripture for each day keeps you from jumping, jump, jumping ahead to, to just the birth. And I know um, in my life, like the, the scripture that I love most from the birth story um, is uh, verse six, chapter two, verse six. And while they were there, the time came forth for her to give birth. And I just, I just love that because it's like my, my pulse speeds up at that mm-hmm. point. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. ah, it's here, it's here, it's here. The time has come. That's even what we named our devotion is, is the time has come, yes. mm-hmm. you know, for, mm-hmm. for Mary to, to, to bring forth, you know, that, that amazing Christ child into mm-hmm. the world. Um, but there's so much that does happen um, that we want to acknowledge before that. And there's so much groundwork that was laid in the Old Testament mm-hmm. for, for that little child that would lead them yes yes and it's so it's so funny to just to even talk about what what strikes us in that story um because even and, and this this may even be strange um but I love going back to Matthew 1 and looking at the genealogy of Jesus at Christmas time I don't I don't know mm-hmm. why that struck a chord with me <laughs> but it has always stayed with me um because and, and, and to anybody, it might just look like a giant list of names, you know, so-and-so fathered so-and-so, so-and-so fathered so-and-so. Um, and, and when you, you go through all of this, and of course, it's just like you were saying, like it's, it's um, you know, Abraham, the father of Isaac, Isaac, the father of Jacob, going, running down all the way through Jesse uh, and, and, and continuing after that. But what, what it's so, um, I don't know why it's always stuck with me, but even in Matthew 1, chapter 17, it says, you know, there were 14 generations in all from Abraham to David and then there were 14 generations from David to the exile to Babylon and then 14 from the exile to the Messiah and it to me it's a reminder of the time that that passed until God's purpose in in this was fulfilled and and then you were looking at all of these names that are in here you've got Rahab in here you've got Tamar you've got um You've got, uh, of course, you've got Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all of these things, all of these, uh, you know, our Bible brothers and sisters here. And to me, it's such a reminder of tracing that lineage of these people did and experienced some really difficult, hard things, made some mistakes, made, you know, had had some really Mm -hmm. tough things happen. And yet this is in the lineage of, of our savior. And it's to me, I don't, I don't know why that's always just struck a chord of me of, and I guess because at Christmas time, to me, it is that reminder of, of God being in constant pursuit of us. Um, and even through the, through the generations and how many generations had to pass before we finally got to Jesus. And yet there was such purpose in, in each of those, um, in each of those people, people's lives and the things that they experienced, um, and the redemption that happened, uh, you know, so much in their, in their lives. And it should be a cue for us to realize, I think, and, and, and reflect at this time, how God is just never finished. Right. I mean, like his, yes. his work is, 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 is constant yeah. and, and he is always in that pursuit of us. And so, it, yeah, it's just, it's so interesting to, I don't know why that's always struck a chord with me. And, and maybe it's just a good reminder of, to myself of like, you know, God is just, he's just never done, you know I mean? He's just always mm-hmm working through things, you know, my, my new Testament professor, um, used to tell us that salvation is a continuous process. 
that every day we learn what we are being saved from. Mm. And I think that is one of the beautiful things about that, that lineage is that we get to see, I mean, imagine that all of our sins were documented and shared Mm. with generation after generation after generation. Yeah. But what it tells me is that this is also a time for, for me to look at how I have strayed. And this is a time for me to acknowledge Mm -hmm. my need for Mm -hmm. a savior as well, that just like them, it was, it was the people in their lives that they allowed to come and take the place of Jesus. Mm-hmm. It was the, the false gods that they put before, uh, before the, the one true God. It was, mm-hmm. it was wanting a, an earthly king rather than a, than a heavenly king that, that would provide for all of their needs. Mm-hmm. But it's also a reminder that God gives us free will. Yeah. That he could have made us like the like the angels, you know, we could have just been servants and and just do whatever he commanded. But Mm -hmm. he gave us free will and we get to choose to love him. Mm -hmm. And so that is that is also what Christmas is about for me. It's that it's that choice that we make all over again to love him because he first loved us. Mm Yes, definitely. And I think about too, and I think, I think you even said this earlier, we talked about, um, and I know we were talking about this even before we started recording about, about the challenges sometimes that surround this time, because while it's this really intentional time of preparing our hearts, there's so many things that keep pulling us. And it's like, you were just saying, it's evaluating where are we at with our own relationships with the Lord? How have we, have we strayed in situations? How, um, how have we seen him work and move and, and all of that? And um, I do, I, I struggle with this, you know, a lot. I'm sure many, many of us probably do in some way. And in terms of slowing down at Christmas, cause it's, you know, I always think, well, it's, it's great that we have this time and we're supposed to be intentional. And at the same time, you know, it's, it's hard to find that time to, stop and pause and breathe as we're running so much, you know, around. And at the closer we get to Christmas, the busier it seems that we get and, and all of that. So I want us and to the talk- people and personalities in your life do not yeah. change, you yes. know, yes. like you still got some kids <laughs> yes. Who, yes, who want to fight over who gets to hang the ornament, you know, like, like I paint this picture, like it would like, like Advent is this like, you know, quiet time of contemplation, but it's not, I have two daughters. And so I actually have to have two advent. I have an advent, a Jesse tree where we hang the, the, the ornaments from unwrapping the greatest gift. And then I just get one with the chocolate also mm-hmm. so that they don't fight over yes. who gets to open yes. something. Okay. So everybody gets a window or door to open and yes. something to hang or eat yes I totally get it and that and that's what I wanted us to touch on too because I, I feel like it's you know we we say all this and, and we it's true I mean every, every bit of this is is true um and at the same time you know we recognize this is this is a busy time and there are so many things pulling our attention there are family gatherings, there are church things. I mean, it's just, you know, work things. Oh, and by the way, here's another person I get to, you know, I got to buy something for, and did I get so-and-so this? I mean, it's, it's very hard. I think mentally for us, if anything, to pull back and, and go, okay, let me, let me (laughs) take that moment to breathe. Yes. (laughs) So I want us to just kind of take a minute too, and just talk about like, what does this look like missionally within our homes? Um, 
you know, to, to have this sort of time and space. And I say all that to say, um, you know, for me, it's, it's make it a natural thing, you know, in terms of like making it a part of your everyday life and your everyday conversations are surrounding this time. Um, you know, and that, that's what I, I try to do with my girls. It's not always successful. You know, I mean, um, there's a lot of things. Have, have we, have we fought so much over who's going to hang the ornament that we exactly, crushed, exactly. crushed the entire tree? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Have we had to reorder our advent book? Pop-up yeah. book? Yes. You know, you know, that, that's, that's it. That it's real, it's real life. So how do we do this when we're, you know, battling, um, you know, the, mentally, you know, and, and emotionally and all of that battling, um, you know, sort of extra distractions and just real life things that, that, that come up and happen during this time. Um, and what that looks like, you know, for us, I, I really, I remember when my, especially when my girls were younger, I really struggled with, uh, you know, how to, how to do that. How do I, how do I make this time, you know, where it's mm-hmm. not all about Santa and it's, it's, it's about the birth of Jesus and how do, you know, how do we, how do I do this? And, uh, I remember stressing about it, you know, especially when they were really, really little, um, and just, and just wanting to have that time where, you know, in my mind, I think I'm going to get all my things done. Everything will be done. And we'll just be able to just enjoy the, the Christmas season. <laughs> all well, the gifts will be wrapped and done. And no, that's not real life. You know, I think it's like, it's, it's more less like a, what would I say? I, I don't know, a Hallmark moment mm-hmm. and more like a National Geographic moment because uh, my dad took a National Geograph- Geographic photography class, um, you know, from many years ago. And their best piece of advice was just take a lot of pictures and one of them will end up being the exceptional one. Mm-hmm. And you'll have lots of them that you get, meh, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think there's going to be days out of Advent where you just go, my heart's not in the right place because, you know, when you're celebrating the birth of a child, you shouldn't want to kill your own. So (laughs) this one is, is not that wholly inspirational day Mm -hmm. for me, but coming to it and saying, if I have a few God moments within this season that really just hit home and, Mm -hmm. and I can see in my kid's eyes, that at least some of the time things are clicking, mm-hmm. um, then that's, that's an advent win. Yes, I agree a hundred percent. And I was, I was literally going to say the same thing. We put such pressure on ourselves and, you know, even, you know, on our families and things unintentionally, I think, I think we're well, you know, we have good intentions when we're doing that. Um, but, but to have it, have this time look a certain way and it just doesn't, you know, every, every Christmas is different. Every, every year is different. Every kid is different. Every family. I mean, so I think we do, I know I do. I've had to really draw myself back from putting pressure on, on it to look a certain way. And what you said was exactly what, exactly what I was going to say. It's, it's what nuggets can we get in? Right. What, Mm -hmm. what if, if you have a moment with your, with your kids or your grandkids or your nieces or nephews, while you're baking a birthday cake for Jesus, then that's awesome. Like, if you don't ever get around to making a birthday cake for Jesus, if you that's have also okay. Cupcakes from Walmart, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> it's okay, exactly. It does. It does not mean um, that you don't take this time seriously, or that you are not, you know, teaching, um, you know, them them in the right way. You know, I, I think 
that's, I think that's the thing about missions that we always say is let it be a natural thing that's happening in and around you always, right? Mm -hmm. If you can have these moments, that's great, but don't put the pressure on yourself. Give yourself a lot of grace to, you know, Mm -hmm. to, to just have it be a natural moment. I feel like sometimes the more we push especially on, on with our kids, the more we're pushing for them to do something and, and, and have, you know, have it look like this, um, the less likely, I think we both know how this goes, the less likely it's actually ever going to really look yeah. like that. Yeah. And if you're, if you don't have kids, like mm-hmm. it's probably not going to have be that hallmark moment with your husband, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to, 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 to herd Mm-hmm. heard husbands as well to to, mm-hmm. to to take that pause but I think this year especially in in the light of um what we are facing as a nation yeah on so many fronts I think the decision uh, that we have to make to start with is I'm going to enter this time without fear yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna leave fear behind um and and I was uh reading one of my my favorite Max Licato ones and it was the chapter was called uh, linger at the manger mm-hmm. and it was talking about um, it was given the scripture from Luke 2 9 about the angels and how they were afraid but had they not moved forward even in their fear they would have missed the manger and I'm just going to quote him here he says change always brings fear before it brings faith Mm-hmm. We always assume the worst before we look for the best. God interrupts our lives with something we've never seen. And rather than praise, we panic. We interpret the presence of a problem as the absence of God mm. and scoot. And I, I just think, oh, is that not where we are right now? Mm-hmm. So many, so much in, in our world is telling us run, Yes, you know, and where, whereas we need to, to pause and we need to move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the face of fear, move forward in faith. Yes. So if I was going to say, what is the place to start? The place is to start is, is moving forward, even in our fear, mm-hmm. moving forward in faith. Mm-hmm. Into That's the beautiful. It's, it's so interesting because, because it, it really does remind me of John 16, 33. We know when Jesus says, you know, I've told you all of this, you know, so that you may have peace in me, you know, here on earth, you are going to have many trials and sorrows. And then he says, you know, but take heart because I have overcome the world. And that, it, and I know that we say that scripture so much and we throw it out there a lot, but, but even when you look at those three words that he says, but take heart, when, when we take heart in something, it's just what you were just talking about. When we take heart in something, it means we have confidence in something. It means that we are, we have the courage in something to keep going. And of course, for us, that that's going to lie in Jesus. And so what you're saying is so important, just looking at taking that pause and moving forward in faith, because we have the confidence that whatever it is, things are going to get better. They are going to, um, and then this might look differently for everybody, but that Jesus has overcome it all. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and that we, we don't have to have that fear, right? Even though, and that's it. He, he's so right. That first initial thing with change is to put up our guard and go up, oh, nope, you know, <laughs> like that, I don't want to change that, that that's it, change mm-hmm. can evoke that fear. Um, but that, that, that's what we get to celebrate so much that, that confidence that we have, and just resting in him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, so what would our what would our step two be uh, for for this season? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest that um, we look at it as a missional season. Um, mm -hmm. That the yes. Advent season is a time to also look at all the people around the world serving in the name of Jesus, bringing the message of salvation yes, to yes, yes. the world, bringing this message of a baby that was born at, in atonement for our sins. And so how do we, how do we make it a missional season? It's so funny that you even said that because, and I, we didn't even talk about that. Well, I know we talked about some things, but we haven't talked about that exactly. And I wrote the exact same thing down. <laughs> So won't he do it? Is what I'm saying. Um, because I, I I thought the same thing. As we look at, um, as we look at our missionaries who are serving, even as as we take this time, I was even thinking, take this time to pray for the Lord to put somebody on your heart. You know, to pray for it during this season, to, like you're saying, to be intentional uh, in reaching out or having those relationships. It could very well be that you pray for a missionary family every day. It could be that it's somebody in your own circle, uh, your family or friends or something that may be going through a hard time, or it could be a particular, um, you know, ministry or focus or something that that the Lord has put on your heart during this season. But looking at a way to make that a very intentional missions missions focus and moment um if you're wondering like what are your resources for for missions um a good place to start if you're like i don't know how to make this a part of the whole of the whole advent season um look at uh, the the prayer guide for the the week of prayer for international missions through the international mission board mm -hmm. that that would be just a week out of your advent where you mm -hmm. would you could focus not only on the Christmas story, but the continuation of that story through what's happening on the mission field. So if you go, I don't know missionaries, then there you go. You mm -hmm. can you can find that um, at imb.org, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that's and the International Mission Board. We will we'll link that in the show notes for you. And then we'll also link to um, to another missionary prayer calendar that you can use. Uh, that will help, that will help you, like Becca said, if you're thinking, well, that sounds great, I'd love to do that, but I don't even know where to find those resources. We'll link all those in the show notes for you, um, just so that with, with one little click, you can pull that up and have that um, be a part of your everyday life. Um, we, at WMU at, of North Carolina, each year, uh, for the past several years, we have released a Christmas Advent devotional, and so um, I think Becca mentioned this earlier, this year it's called The Time Has Come. Um, and so it's an electronic Christmas devotional that you can get emailed to you every single day, right in your inbox. We'll link that in the show notes for you to sign up there as well. Um, if you just go to WMUNC.org, you'll see it right there uh, on the homepage as well. But um, or you can go to WMUNC.org forward slash Christmas dash devotional um, to sign up there. But we will put missionaries every single day for you to pray for as a part of that devotional. So there's a very short devotional that will center around one of the themes of Advent, and then below you'll see um, at least two to three missionary names that you can, uh, that you can pray for that day, and so um, that, that's a very, you know, specific way that I think you could take, take a step in that, um, and looking to be, you know, have that be some part of your preparation time of Advent, um, and again, if it's, if it's not a missionary, then maybe someone in your life that you, you know, the Lord has just really 
placed on your heart to pray for and to be, um, you know, just to be intentional with in, in this, in this season. And our lovely Sarah Lampkin also created one for children as well. That's exactly right. Yes. Yes. So we there's, will. there's something for all the people. Yes. So if you have kids, um, the kid, the kids devotional is a free download, a printable version that we will have available on our website and it will mirror the adult devotionals that go out. So if you have kids that want to follow along and it's got activity pages, coloring pages, all that kind of fun stuff, um, they'll also be able to follow along and, um, and pray for the missionaries along with that. So that will be something we'll link for you too as another resource. Um, all right. So um, let's give them a step three. So we've got step one, step two. Let's, let's round it out with a step three for Advent. Build anticipation. Build it within your heart, not just like, get my heart ready, but also get your, your, yourself excited about this. You know, it's, it's the biggest party of the year. <laughs> it is the highlight of the season. You know, you've got your two major, major events in, in the Christian calendar, and this is one of them. And so let's get ready to party, you know, mm -hmm. get, get, make it a different time, right? Yes. Yeah. Make it a different time. And, and again, just going back to, you know, figuring out what this looks like for you, it's different for everybody and how we prepare for this time is different. Um, and what this is even going to look like within your own family and all of that. And I, I think the thing is just to, you know, to remember not to put that pressure there to make it be this, we're just going to have these monumental moments and this and this, and you might, and that's great. Um, but I, I think the whole thing is taking first, taking that time to yourself to reflect and, and have that in the anticipation. And if that outpouring then goes into your family and those around you, then that that is fantastic. Um, but ultimately learning how to just rest in what God has has done for us. Right. And mm -hmm. and and in spite of us, when we so like so yeah. don't deserve it. <laughs> And I, I, what I like, you know, as, as an EF, ENFJ and mm -hmm. a, and as a, as a, you know, Enneagram seven, I was going to say, you know, I was going to say, you like, have to I'm own like, the Enneagram seven. <laughs> I want by the, which is a cheerleader, you know, I want like by the time we hit and the time came, I want us to be like, yes. yes. <laughs> the yes. time is gone yes. yes like I want our hearts to be joyful ahead of the fact you know mm -hmm. and so for for me and my family that is that is mm -hmm. it is like oh it's it's you know it's it's 30 days it's 30 yes. days till the baby's born you know it's it's 29 yes. days till the baby's born so by the time you get you mm -hmm. know to to Christmas Eve it is just like Mm -hmm. It is that thing that they have been waiting for. And that's what we want. We want for Advent to do what it says its name is, the arrival of a notable person, thing, or event. It is the arrival of a notable person. It is the arrival of salvation. Mm -hmm. And it is the arrival of, of it, uh, the event is the birth of the Savior. Yeah. And so we've got like triple party excitement, right? Mm -hmm. Like there are all the reasons to mm -hmm. celebrate right there. Mm -hmm. And so by the time we get there, like our, there's no reason for our focus not to be 
you know, on Jesus, because we have been anticipating this for 30 days, counting it down, hanging mm-hmm. the ornaments, getting our hearts ready and coming closer and closer and closer every single mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Like it should, if, if kids get excited and freaked out over, there's a monster at the end of this book in Sesame street, you know, you know what that, with, mm-hmm. have you ever mm-hmm. seen that one? And, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh then how much more excited should they be by the end of the advent calendar to be like, oh my gosh, there he is, you Mm -hmm, know? mm -hmm. Um, And there I am in the story that at the end Mm -hmm. of the book, you know, the the monster is me, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) At the end of the story, there I am in the story of Jesus. There I am. He did this all for me. Mm -hmm. There I am sharing this with everyone else. I Mm -hmm. have to, that's the the end of this all, right? Isn't Mm -hmm. this the natural... The natural progression is that after I am so excited, I share, mm-hmm. you know, yes, I share that excitement. I share that story. I live it out. It is the kickstart to my, my year of evangelism. Mm-hmm. And it, it's why, you know, hymns like, oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, you know, hit us so differently around this time because, you know, it is, it is this desperation cry for our savior mm-hmm. and, and I think just even to an, an Oh Holy Night is is probably my all-time favorite um, Christmas song. And I have always loved that. I've always loved that song, but but there's a line in there uh, in the very first part of the song. And it says that he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Yes. And I just, every time I hear it, I, I get chills because I think about that as a reminder for us that I, that the world that was so lost in sin, it was pining, literally pining for its savior. And then everything changed when Jesus was born. Everything. There was a thrill of hope when he was born. And I want to, that is just my prayer for, for all of our listeners, for myself, for, for everyone is that this Christmas, we would feel the thrill of hope. Yes. And that, that, that is the thrill of hope we get to celebrate, right? I mean, it is that he was born and everything changed. I mean, the course of our eternity forever changed when he entered into this world and, and things around us are going to seem at times so hopeless, so dire, um, you know, just, just really just awful. And yet at the same time, what hope we have in him, you know, what, what, the, the fact that God made himself flesh and bone for us is something that, you know, I, I don't ever want to get over that. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't. And it's something the world can that. never take away. Yes. That is, that is the, the, the truth of it is the truth within the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the beat of the heart of God is that Jesus came. He, he, he bled, he died, he suffered, he rose again. And, and nobody can erase that. Yes. You know, nobody yep. can take that away from us. Mm-hmm. Um, when the world would divide, we will always have Jesus to unite. Yes. And there, there is no, no part of, of him that can be taken away from us. Right. I mean, he, he is, he is the hope we hold on to when times around us are so dire and things seem so out of control. And we wonder where in the world are we going next in this world? Um, we know because we have this, this hope and, and we hold tightly to the peace that only he gives. And I think this is such a time where we look around and go, oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're, you're always here, but this is the time we get to, to just, 
you know, have such adoration for just what, what God did for us and that, and that he's not, he's not finished yet. You know, I mean, we Mm -hmm. wake up every single day with breath in our lungs. There's a purpose. There's a reason Mm -hmm. he is still working. And this is such a, a time to go. Wow. We, we just never can put him in a box. He's just always so limitless, you know, the time to be in wonder. Yes. Yes. A time to be in wonder of him. And so, um, we, we do, we, we, we pray that for all of you that are listening, that this is, this truly is a time where you, um, can rest in his presence, that you feel his presence so deeply. And even on the days when you don't, you know, even, and you said this earlier, even on the days when, when you go to show up to, you know, read your devotional to, to pray, and you're just still not feeling it, knowing that he is just right there in that with you still, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. and we're not always going to 100%, you know, feel it always. Um, but we, we keep showing up because he is, he's always with us. His presence is always, always with us. Every day of Advent is a day to move forward in faith. Mm-hmm. Yes. And some days the steps are a little heavier mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yes, that's right. We move, we move forward in faith. We move forward in the coming anticipation of, of the savior. And I can't, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait either. And I did want to remind everybody um, from the, if you, if you didn't join us for the last podcast, um, a super resource, um, for just the sound of the season for me is um, Songs for Waiting by Rain for Roots. Mm -hmm. It is a CD. uh, It's made for children, but it is such beautiful music that adults won't mind listening to it when the kids aren't in the car. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it is, it is that, it is a whole CD for Advent and it is gorgeous. So, um, so for me, the music is a part Mm -hmm. of the season. So I hope that you will, you will check that out as well. We are going to take a little bit of a brief break over the month of December. So this will be the last episode for this year. And then, um, you know, just while I, I kind of go out and we kind of do take a, a, a pause um, just just for our own families and, and things during this time of year. And we will we'll be back in January with a really exciting series and, and more exciting things to come. And I hope everybody listening has a wonderful Merry, Merry Christmas. And I hope you're able to take a pause and, and really breathe in just the, the sweet presence of Jesus during this time. Amen. <laughs> Let it be so. Let it. That's right. Let it be so. Amen. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Have a wonderful uh, rest of your week and we'll see you back at the start of the year. Happy New Year too. Bye everybody. Bye.